Hi, and welcome to another episode of Loli's Cafe. I'm Loli, and in this episode, we're going to talk about Queen of Divorce, episodes one through four. We will have spoilers ahead, and we're going to get right to them. So this is a new series starring Ijia and Kangi Young, and it airs on Wednesdays and Thursdays on JTBC. So earlier in the year, I was just not necessarily happy or at the end of last year, not necessarily happy with the JTBC's dramas. But so far, I'm liking this one and I actually really like Dr. Slump. So this is a 12 episode drama. It's already a third of the way through and it's going fast. It moves at a pretty fast paced and the premise is that this woman, Kim Sara, she's played by Ijia and she's the main lead. Her family had her get this fake divorce. And the reason people get these fake divorces is so that they get an advantage doing these apartment lotteries. So basically, they used her name to get an apartment or to buy some kind of property because she would have been at a less likely chance if it was a married couple trying to get the apartment. So that's that's basically why they did that. And then they used that when they actually wanted her husband to get a divorce from her so that he could marry this assemblyman's daughter so that they could work on getting their law school that they want to do. So now you song who's played by Omin Suk is the son of this Chayo law firm, right? That's run by his mom, the chairwoman, Chahui Wan. And she's just obsessed with getting a law school and making this cha town or whatever. But in essence, he basically left his wife to star this, this relationship with this other woman that would put him at an advantage for getting the law passed so they could get more law schools. Now, what's interesting is that he's, a bit of a a-hole husband. I mean, he's a POS, right? Like he cheats on her. He lies to her. He did this thing to her. He takes their son away. But in all of this, he always claims that he loves her. So when he goes to visit her at the jail, it seemed like he was almost delusional where he thought that, yeah, she's going to go along with this thing And even though he's going to marry this other woman, they're still going to be like this happy family and she's just going to be on the side. So it's it's like this weird thing where he treats her like crap, but claims that he loves her. Right. Like one of those guys. And in contrast, we have the Kang Gi-young character, Dong Gi-jun. And Dong Gi-jun is Kim Sara's ex-boyfriend from before she was going out with No Yul Sung. Now, it seems like the day before she was going to marry No Yul Sung, she actually thought about running away with Dong Gi-jun and being happy together. But then she found out that she was pregnant, so she went ahead and got married. And the series, we have the main couple, and Kim Sara and No Yul Sung. We have all of their drama because No Yul Sung, he had this affair, he killed the girl or he had the girl killed then he actually is hired someone to go into her law firm right he's trying to divorce his current wife because 
her dad basically got arrested or something like that. He's basically trying to get rid of his current wife and Han Jian. So his ex-wife or his current wife, Han Jian, he's trying to divorce her. So we have like these different divorce settlements that we also see as part of the drama. So it's kind of similar to a law procedural where we see different episodes with different cases. And the first case that we see, it's like all action, like they break in to try to rescue this woman's son that the husband is trying to extort the wife with. So it's like he's hidden him away so that she will give him more alimony. So they go in and rescue him. And then we go back into the past and we see the divorce settlement of So Yang Mi, who actually is a person who starts the solutions firm to help other women get divorces. And during her case, right, Kim Sara was actually representing Song Jiang Mi's husband. In that case, her husband actually happened to be gay, which Kim Sara found out actually from, of course, Dong Gijun, like secretly. I don't even know how ethical that is, but she let, I guess technically it's not client confidentiality because she found some other way. I, I don't know. But she let Song Jiang Mi know that the guy was gay and that was enough reason to get a divorce. Apparently, it's difficult to get a divorce in Korea. So if both parties don't agree to it, it's, it's actually fairly difficult to get a divorce. I think I read that they may make it easier going forward. It's fairly difficult. So that's why we have these solutions from Han Ji-in, No Yo-sung's current wife, right? She has this sex tape, basically, that somebody's blackmailing her with. And she doesn't want No Yo-sung to find out about it. So she's trying to get as much money as he can. But on the last episode, episode four, he had like, basically he planted this mole, Jang Hee-jin into the law firm and she's able to get the video and, and gives it to him. So we'll see how that's going to progress with him getting the divorce and then Kim Sada trying to basically take him down so that she can get custody of her son because she went to jail because of that fake divorce thing and for, on fraud basically. So she went to jail for I think like two years and now she's back out and, and doing this thing. And when she's in prison, we see her kind of like learn to fight. That's basically how she becomes like this great martial artist and boxer and is able to have all these action scenes in the show. And we also know that her husband killed his lover, Nayumi, and he killed Kim Sara's mom, or he had her killed because Kim Sara's mom basically had a video of him and Nayumi fighting. So anyways, so it's not clear who actually was the person that killed her, but we know that he's the one who had her killed. So Kim Sara doesn't know that he had her mom killed. She thinks that her mom committed suicide. And Dong Jun is also trying to take Noyo's song down. Now, it's interesting to me because she, it is her son's dad. So I don't know why she wants to send him to jail. Now, to jail because that ultimately is going to hurt her son. And we see that in, in the different divorce cases, right? Like the divorce case, the Iju Won case, where 
the wife is a writer and the husband is an anchor. And we find out actually that Iju Won was actually raped by her husband. And she actually married that man because she was pregnant. I, I can't even imagine that at all, like that as a possibility of an option that would be available <laughs> to be like, oh, I'm going to marry the guy who raped me. And yeah, I just I just can't imagine that. So we also see that he actually did the same thing to the stylist, Seon Hee, and then the wife, Iju Won, basically teams up with her to take the guy down. So that was really satisfying because, you know, the guy's just like a total POS. And she, Iju Won, at the end wins and moves away with her daughter. But during this whole thing, Iju Won actually released these text messages that implicated Seon Hee as having an affair with her husband. And the reason she did that is because her daughter was getting harassed. And the daughter almost kills herself because she can't handle all of these things that, that they're saying about her dad and about her. And it's, I think it's a perfect example of why the mom kind of stood by the dad, but it, it doesn't make sense why she married him. But in that, in that one scenario, why she actually stood by him and tried to help him. She basically did it for her daughter. So it'll be interesting to see what Kim Sera does when it's turn, you know, when her son is negatively impacted by the dad. Now, the son is away in the U.S. and the guy took the son away. So honestly, I understand why she wants to bring him down and, and just almost kill him, send him to the moon, whatever. So... We'll see what the conclusion is. The characters are actually pretty interesting, I think. We have Kim Sada, and she's focused on getting her son back and finding her son and helping these other women because she went through her own shitty divorce. We have Dong Ki-jun, who's been in love with this girl since, you know, even though she got married and everything. And then we have Noi Sung, who's like, he's psycho and... He, he definitely has these mental health issues, right? Like he has these low self-esteem from like his mom yelling at him. And he has this really kind of jacked up interpretation of love. I think he honestly believes that he loves Kim Sada, right? And that he wants to be with her even though, you know, he cheats on her. He did this shitty thing to her. He actually, I think, believes that he loves her. And it's just so messed up that he thinks that because of the way that he treats her so he can't like say like oh you know if i'm cheating on her that doesn't mean i don't love her that just means that i'm cheating on her right and if he does this thing it's like where she goes to jail it's like oh it's not that i don't love her is that she needs to go to jail for the benefit of our future and our family and and he actually expected her i think to just kind of be the side piece while she while he's married to to Hanjin. It's kind of like these complex relationships. And the main leads are not younger, right? These aren't people in their 20s or 30s. They're people close to 40s, right? Or maybe over 40. So it's actually pretty interesting the way that they've set it up and the way that we see a different kind of cast for, for our dramas. But I really am enjoying it. I really like that she's really focused on getting her son back. I think the love story is is nice with her first love. You know, when you think about your first love is not necessarily the person that you're married to. And it's like 
he wanted to know if she had thought about him. And she said, of course she had. And and I think that's true. I think there's, it doesn't mean that you love your husband any less. I think it just means that your memory is triggered to some memory that you had. And at the time when you were with that first love, you you did love them. You were with them. And that was the person that you thought you would spend your life with. But because you just, you're young and you don't know any better. But in any case, I really like, I'm really liking the drama. I like the action. I think EGI is doing, she does great action scenes. Kang Yoong, you know, we haven't seen him be the male lead before. We've seen him as a side character or like not even the second male lead, but he always has these pretty nice roles. So I, I'm liking that he's getting that role for him. And Omin Suk, I mean, he's playing the psycho really well. <laughs> Like, I'm like, okay, you're so messed up. So it's it's kind of nice to see. I mean, this girl that's the mole, she's annoying. And then we have these other side characters, right, that are making mistakes. Kwan uh, Ki, he's just like, oh, what do I do about my Hyung? He didn't want to turn him in. But he thought he got all the videos, but obviously he didn't since the mole girl was able to get it by using her sex appeal or whatever. And that girl also seems kind of just mentally unstable. Let's just put that out there. I'm like, I don't know. These people are just, it's just so messed up. Anyways, I like the drama. I like the action. The comedy is really amazing. I There's so many scenes where I'm just laughing. So I think it's got a nice mix of everything. And we'll see, you know, what we're going to get with the next episodes, right? This coming week, we're going to be like right through the halfway mark. But it's 12 episodes, so it's going to go fast. We won't have too much time to dwell on stressful situations and unhappiness. I, I hope. I hope anyways. The other thing that I really like about this drama is that a lot of times there's just all these negative, negative connotations of divorce. And I like what Kim Sarah said about marriage. She's like, there's no failed marriage. People either stay married or they don't stay married. Right. There's that. And that's and, and I think in essence, that's true. It's not that your marriage failed or that you failed at marriage. It's just that you choose not to be in that situation anymore. I think and I think that's true of a lot of divorces. Right. You're just you're choosing to get yourself away from that situation. And the drama does a good job of really showing us like, OK, these women really need to get out there with these abusive partners. And it's interesting because. Korean dramas and K-pop have given us like these just almost unrealistic view of Korean men, right? Where there's just worldwide people are just like, oh my God, Korean men are just so amazing. But when I was growing up, the one advice my mother gave me, my mom's Korean, my dad's from Puerto Rico. She was like, never marry a Korean guy. They're all jerks. That, that's what she said. And that's what she did. She was like, she's not marrying a Korean guy. She went to this school for girls on how to become good wives kind of thing. And after she was in that school, she was like, yeah, I don't want any part of this. So she married my dad, who was in the U.S. Army at the time. So, But that's the one thing she told me. I was like, never marry this Korean guy. So when I started watching these Korean dramas, I was like, what is she talking about? I'm like, I missed that. No, I'm just kidding. But I think this show kind of shows us like, yeah, what my mom is talking about as far as abusive spices and things like that. So it's a little bit realistic, but I, I'm really enjoying it. So I hope you are too. 
I hope you're enjoying Queen of Divorce. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you guys are liking the drama. If you want to hit me up, you can hit me up on Instagram at Loli's Cafe Podcast. There's an X slash Twitter at Loli's Cafe Pod. And you can always email me, Loli's Cafe Podcast at gmail.com. So I hope you can like and subscribe. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great day.